Hey, welcome back to Happy Hamstrings. This is your host, Julie Brown. I'm a certified fitness professional and a licensed business operating in Alabama. I'm so glad you joined me as we're going to go over the fifth of the five yamas. The yamas are basically ethical practices for yoga. So the fifth is a parigraha. With the A in front of it, parigraha means to take that which you should not. And with the A in front of it, it means the opposite. So it means non-excessiveness. It means not taking more than you need. That is the literal translation, non-excessiveness, or translated into generosity. This does go hand in hand, especially with the third of the yamas, asteya, non-stealing. So I'm going to read to you instead of from the yamas and niyamas, I have a book called The Secret Power of Yoga, A Woman's Guide to the Heart and Spirit of the Yoga Sutras. Now, this is by Neshla Joy Devi. However, I'm going to read the preface, which is a story in the front of the book. It's called The Wise Woman's Stone, and it had a lot of gravity for me. And so it reads, A wise woman who was traveling in the mountains found a precious stone in the stream. She reverently placed the gem in her bag. The next day, she met another traveler who was hungry. The wise woman opened her bag to share her food. The hungry traveler saw the precious stone in the wise woman's bag, admired it, and asked the wise woman to give it to him. The wise woman did so without hesitation. The traveler left, rejoicing in his good fortune. He knew the jewel was worth enough to give him security for the rest of his life. But a few days later, he came back, searching for the wise woman. When he found her, he returned the stone and said, I have been thinking. I know how valuable the stone is, but I would like to exchange it in the hope that you can give me something much more precious. If you can, teach me the secrets about the power you have within you, the power that enables you to, without hesitation, give me this precious stone. And I'm going to stop reading right there. This is actually a very beneficial story because this is showing the power of being generous. Some people believe that if you show generosity, that it comes back to you like karma. And actually, science has shown, and this has scientific evidence, that people who are generous tend to live longer. They just have longer, happier lives. So, that with that being said, remember that sharing doesn't always mean... Um, giving away non-excessive of money. Sometimes it may mean love. Maybe if you complimented a stranger just because you liked their shirt and you could see they're having a bad day, for example. Maybe you shared your love, like, hey, I really love the way you look. And that might have changed their trajectory for their attitude in that moment. And if nothing else, help them to be kind like a ripple. So... There is a lot of power, and it's really heavy to think about. There's a lot of power in being generous. 
And this again goes hand in hand with non-stealing because some people were really hoarding up things last year that they didn't really need. And then some people were forced to do without. Um, in some cases, it was toilet paper or sometimes it was um, rubbing alcohol or hand sanitizer. And people were just buying more than they needed. And that's a perfect example of what happens when you have a lot of people who are being too excessive. This also can mean not taking more than you need to eat and being generous with the rest or in anything, not just money or food and love, just in anything. Maybe you're generous with your time and helping others. That is also a way to express your ability to be generous. Just to give more perspective, I'm going to read out of chapter six of The Secret Power of Yoga. Before I begin reading out of the book, please note that Ashtanga Yoga has two different definitions, and I'll go into that later. However, here we go with chapter six titled Yama, Reflection of Our True Nature. Here we explore five inner faucets of Ashtanga Yoga called Yama. They encourage us to live in peace with ourselves and one another. Embracing reverence and love for all, ahimsa, we experience oneness. Dedicated to truth and integrity, satya, our thoughts, words, and actions gain the power to manifest. Abiding in generosity and honesty, Estheya, material and spiritual prosperity, is bestowed. Devoted to living a balanced and moderate life. Brahmacharya, the scope of one's life force becomes boundless. Acknowledging abundance. Aparigraha, we recognize the blessings in everything and gain insights into the purpose of our worldly existence. So I'm going to stop reading right there because she goes over all of the yamas in a little bit more detail all throughout this chapter. So I'm going to skip past the ones we've already gone over on this podcast And I'm going to go right to where we're at. And clearly, I cannot read the whole section or the whole chapter. So I'm just going to go to a very small portion where she's touching on a parigraha. Let go and be free, she writes. We all know and recite the phrase, money cannot buy happiness. Yet we often trade our peace and health from material security necessary to sustain our escalating lifestyle. Spiritual wealth is the only wealth that sustains us, and when we venture deep within, we are all millionaires. Life's ebb and flow brings things into our life and then out again. Even the slightest hesitation of holding impedes the flow. Our belief system has the ability to hinder or expand this flow of abundance. 
If you believe that material and spiritual blessings are infinite, a cornucopia awaits you. If instead you accept the bounty as limited, your hopes and dreams will shrink to those proportions. Our habit runs contradictory to a parigraha. I'm going to stop right there. So basically she's saying if we're very wasteful, then you're contradictory to being grateful and it's contradictory to not living with excess. Okay, I'm going to go back to where I was in the book. If we really believed that this was our last meal, would we not savor the food we have on our plate? In our fear of not getting enough, we often take too much on our plates, only to throw away the leftovers. As a nation, we are great consumers and also great wasters. We may buy a dress for one occasion and never wear it again, but keep it just in case. Or every few years, we might buy a new car that is bigger than the last with an engine that consumes greater quantities of fossil fuels. How much does this affect us? And then there's a proverb quote she wrote. If we shut our ears to the cry of the poor, we may also cry out and not be answered. I think that it's a little bit heavy when you think about how wasteful, especially Americans, are. It becomes very heavy. And and it's not necessarily that we're always just wasteful with one thing, but we are living in a nation of excess. So I invite you to meditate on it. Um, I've had Yogi Robin on my podcast before, and she's amazed me. She no longer, for many years, she has quit using plastic bags. She uses the green bags. And actually, she's quit using the type of shampoo that comes in a plastic bottle because the plastic shampoo bottles are not biodegradable. However, she's found something she can buy in a bar. I know I've mentioned that on another episode. It's just a perfect example of not living in excess. When you find ways to eliminate plastic from your purchases, then there you are not living in as much excess. So I've given you a lot to think about maybe, and I want to know if you have listened to me go over the five yamas And what did you think? The next five episodes will be dedicated to the Niyamas. And I'm super excited to bring that to you as well. And I've really enjoyed summing this up because it's helping me to review all my material as well on all the books that I've read. And if you've read the Yamas and Niyamas and you haven't read it since the pandemic, I highly recommend that you just read through it again. And if you've never read it, it's a great book. And the book I've been referencing today, The Secret Power of Yoga, even though it says it's a woman's guide to the heart and spirit of the Yoga Sutras, this is a great book for anybody. It's very powerful, and there is a lot of, um, there's a lot of great insight here about human behavior and interpretations. So I do recommend that one as well. Wherever you're at, whatever you're going through, may you be happy, healed, creative, and free. And may you be the peace when you walk into the room. Namaste.